0: So I'll be sharing briefly on making significant achievements for the kingdom of God. Making significant achievements for the kingdom of God. And I'd like to start with a statement that any achievements for the kingdom of God is only significant if it is recognized by God. That means if it doesn't catch God's attention, it's not significant. For instance, let's look at the sacrifice of Abraham. He was going to sacrifice Isaac, and the Bible says that it caught God's attention. God had to send an angel down to stop him. And not only that, when the angel came, he made a statement. He said, for now I know that thou fearest God. The Living Bible says, for I know that God is first in your life. It means his sacrifice, his, his achievements for the kingdom, it caught God's attention. I'd like us to go to a scripture, John chapter 15, from verse 1. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman." Every branch in me that beareth no fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring bring forth more fruit. And I'll jump to verse 8 because of time. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Disciples, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, quantity matters to God. Numbers matter to God. So you don't just do what you can do. You do beyond what you can do. You do beyond your best. You do what can catch the attention of God. For instance, I'll give a few examples of significant achievements we've had as a church. Last year, we had Encounter Love 2019. Yeah, thank you, Shishal. And we had over 20,000 people whose lives were touched by God on that day. I think that's a significant achievement. A few Sundays ago, we had the Heroes of Faith service, and Pastor showed us certain significant achievements of some heroes of faith amongst us. And our most recent significant achievements for the kingdom were the top partnering youth church. Yes. That's a significant achievement. Giving over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to God in partnership. And, hallelujah. And you know that when it, when it catches the attention of your pastor, it has caught the attention of God. Amen. Now that we've, we've moved past what it means to have a significant, what an, a significant achievement means in the kingdom, I'm going to talk about how we can make significant achievements in the kingdom of God. And the first thing I'd like to say is we, we should grow in God's word. That's the first point, grow in God's word. How we can have significant achievements. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, it says, Let the word of God dwell in you richly. He could have ended as, let the word of God dwell in you, right? But then he went and he said, let the word of God dwell in you was richly why because every good investment produces profits The more the investment, the higher the returns. So if you want to see good results, or if you want to see high, high amount of results in the things of God, what do you do? You have to have a huge deposit of the Word of God in you. Pastor made a statement at Fire for Your Future. He said, impact is as a result of investment. Therefore, to have significant results, you have to have a significant investment in the Word of God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That means when you hear the Word of God, faith comes to you right but you can't do big things with little faith so when you want to have you want to do big things you have to have big faith that means a big deposit of the Word of God these are few practical things that we can do first of all listening to messages throughout the week it's not just sunday to sunday because it doesn't do justice to it and you can have a focus for the week for instance if you're trying to make significant achievements let's say in your partnership you have to listen to messages that are going to um, build up your faith in the area of your finances right another thing you can actually study your bible not just messages but actually study your bible study um inspirational characters of the Bible, characters that make significant achievements for the kingdom of God. And lastly, you can meditate on scriptures that you want to see manifest in your life. Why, because great faith produces great results. The second thing I would like to talk about is invest in prayer. So first of all, you have to grow in God's word to make significant achievements in the kingdom of God. Secondly, you have to invest in prayer. I'd like to take a scripture, Matthew chapter 13, verse eight. It says, but other fell onto good ground and brought forth fruits, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold i skip to verse 23, it's explaining it, it says, But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. That means results are in levels. Results are in levels. It was the same good ground that the seed fell on. It was the same word. When they say seed, it was a word. It's the same word. But there were different results. Why? Because there are other factors that come into play. So you can't just have a huge deposit or a huge investment in the word of God. You need to make significant, um, significant investments in the spirit through prayer. Through prayer. And I'm pretty sure we are aiming for a hundredfold results, right? If you are aiming for a hundredfold results, let me see your hand. Yes, we are aiming for 100-fold results. So if if your results are going to command the attention of the world, your prayer will need to command the attention of heaven. I think you should put that down. If your results are going to command the attention of the world, your prayer will need to command the attention of heaven. For instance, let's look at Jacob. From, his, from the blessing of his father in Genesis chapter 27, Jacob knew that he was meant for great things. He knew that there was a move of God within him. He knew that there were nations within him that he had to give birth to. And he knew that he had to make significant achievements for the kingdom of God. So he always found himself praying. And Pastor always tells us that in the place of prayer, prophecy is birth. Let's look at the scripture in Genesis chapter 32, verse 22. It says, and he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two woman servants and his eleven sons and passed over the fort Jabok. 23 says and he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had so he sent his family away so that what he said and Jacob was left alone verse 24 and Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day that was an angel verse 28 says and he said this was the angel now telling him after he had prayed and contended it says and he said thy name shall be called no more Jacob but Israel for as a prince hast thou power with God and with men and has prevailed if he didn't go into the place of prayer although he knew by by the blessing of his father he knew the kind of things he was meant for if he didn't go into the place of prayer he wouldn't have got this word from God that he now has what power with God and with men I'd like to mention a few practical things we can carry out prayer projects prayer projects and have prayer targets maybe this month he wants to do eight hours of prayer as a, like, at a goal. That's your prayer target for maybe in one particular day. The next month you have to increase it to, let's say, 10 hours. You can have prayer, prayer projects and be consistent in prayer. And then I remember Pastor gave us an instruction a few weeks ago. He said we should take three days off personally to pray into the year 2021. I'm sure some of you have forgotten, so I'm here to remind you. Make sure you take that seriously. Invest in the Spirit through prayer. And the last thing my last point for today is yield to the training we are talking about how we can make significant achievements in the kingdom of god and the first one i said growing the word the second one i said invest in prayer and the third one is yield to the training and in training there are four things there's teaching in training there are four things there's teaching where well, you have to be ready to unlearn to learn then there's counsel You can have counsel from the Holy Ghost, because the Bible calls him a counselor. You can have counsel from your pastor, right? And the third thing in training is instructions. These are so, so important, instructions. And one thing I've realized is that obedience of instruction gives you a training. Never think that you know too much or You know more than your leader enough to disobey never think you know more than your pastor enough to disobey any instruction and Another thing never let your emotions rise above any word of instruction. No matter what Disobedience can delay disrupt or even kill a move of God There are so many examples of that in the Bible pastor has showed us some But um, in the case of Saul and the Malachites, the Israelites Disobedience delayed, sometimes disrupted the move of God. So, always be ready to obey instructions. The fourth thing under um, yielding to training is targets. Targets. Wherever there's a goal, wherever there's a vision, targets will follow. There'll be targets given. Whether it's at the church level, or at the fellowship level, or at the cell level, or even individually, your cell leader may give you targets. One thing I've realized is that targets help bring out potential you never knew you've, you had. I have so so many testimonies of this i remember when we first started church pastor would give he'll throw instructions in the air like i want to see the first member who will bring three people to church and i'll take it personal as if he was talking to me he wasn't talking to me he was saying it generally he would say things like when we became fellowship leaders, he said things like i want to see the first fellowship leader to have a hundred members in church and i'll take such things personally as if he was talking to me of course there are times he gave me targets but sometimes he would be general and then I'll take it so personal, and I'll obey in the instruction. Through targets and obeying instructions, I've raised about four fellowship leaders, 30 cell leaders, and more fellowship leaders are coming. Amen. Just through targets. The point is, it's through targets, through these instructions. There's no other secret, does it? Through targets, instructions, four fellowship leaders, thirty over 30 cell leaders. And at the fellowship level, we have... Close to 600 people. And three, close to 100 people. How? Targets and instructions from my man of God. There's this thing I tell my soul leaders all the time. I said, the worst thing anyone can tell you to do is do what you can do. Why? Because you always remain at the same level. You will never increase in capacity. The word can is from the word capacity. So if you keep doing what you can do, your capacity will never increase. You'll be sitting there and lastly i have a personal motto it's don't go back with an excuse never go back with an excuse go back with the testimony you can take it as your personal motto as well never go back with an excuse go back with the testimony it's my personal motto for all pastors, instructions and targets i don't go back with excuses There are other testimonies i would have shared but because of time and that is the last thing I'd like to say is carry pastor's word. The grace for every instruction, every target is in the word that pastor will give. Carry pastor's word. When pastor speaks, we move. Say, remove. we move. When pastor speaks. We move. When your leader speaks. We move. we move. Lastly, since we've spoken about what significant achievements are and how we can make significant achievements for the kingdom of God, we're going to talk about why we should take our time to actually make significant achievements for God eternal relevance to god it makes you eternally relevant to god all right point one our significant achievements determine our rank in glory our significant achievements determine our rank in glory our rank on earth is temporary our rank in heaven is permanent and how will you get your rank in heaven through the significant achievements you've had for god or for the kingdom of god on earth so the first thing is your our significant achievements determine our rank of glory um... I'll take the scripture from Revelation chapter 22 verse 12. I'll read that quickly. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. So our ranks in heaven are determined by our achievements, our significant achievements for God and earth. And then the second and last point under that is, our significant achievements are testimonies before God. It's a good report before God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2, it says, by faith the elders obtained a good report. We obtain a good report by our faith. Um, and then, secondly, under that, it is a proof of God's word and a proof of your Christianity. Your significant achievement in the kingdom of God is a proof of God's word and is a proof of your Christianity. How? John chapter 15, verse 8. Pastor showed us this scripture yesterday. I like to read the amplified version it says my father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples so meaning when you bear much fruits when you make significant achievements for the kingdom of god you prove yourself to be a disciple of god true disciples that's what the amplified version says so i'd like to leave you with this don't do what you can do don't do your best don't, yeah, don't even do your best. Don't do what you can do. Do beyond your best. Do what God, your pastor, a man of God, and your leader require of you. Let's make significant achievements of the kingdom of God together. I'd like to thank my man of God, Pastor Enoch.